Hey, we're off. We're recording. We're underway. Sweet. Right. Hello, and welcome to episode four of Propping Up the Bar. I'm Tim. He's Toby, and we're joined by Henry. And this week, we're in the studio. After a long wait. Yeah, long enough wait. (laughs) Welcome along to a few blokes who like beers, chat some more about rugby, football, and cricket. This week, we'll be diving into India doing what they do best, Liverpool's ongoing capitulation, and the return of the best excuse for an all-dayer. That's right. I'm talking about a Six Nations baby. Six Nations baby. Nailed it first time on the intro. Banging. Right, how are we feeling, boys? Long enough wait for the studio? Yeah, good. I'll tell you what, there. it's nice to be in here. Had it with the mayor trying to get it, haven't we? But yeah. we're here now, so we're that's here now. It's, always, it's always worth the wait. Yeah. Kicking off then, cricket. India, England, we lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Moving on. <laughs> I think thoroughly outplayed, which I think, yeah, fair play to Joe Root in England. They've kind of, there's been no excuses as there really. Like, like, they've been quite open about how they've been second best, weren't acclimatised to to the conditions as much as India. Um, so yeah, very much second best. You live and you learn. Move on, I think. Yeah, I think no in, one was expecting England to win that series in the context um, of the tour as well. Like. It's an interesting one because that third test took so many headlines in terms of like, oh, the pitch was shit. Like everything's such a, like, everything's wrong. The Indians have like cheated and like prepared this absolute <laughs> snake pit that we can't play on. So like, and I think that became like the headline of the whole series. But if you look at it across the four games, we only turned up in one of them. And yeah. that was the first test in yeah. Chennai, which we won. Arguably, in that game, we only turn up on the first and fifth day. As yeah, well, exactly. Like, and like we were lucky with the toss too. So like yeah. I think, you know, questions about the pitch on that third test are valid. That's definitely true. But I think it also can't cast a shadow over how good India were because like yeah. they're just like firstly their depth. Kohli didn't turn up at all, and yeah. they they schooled us for the Got whole. Got a couple thing. of fifties, didn't they? Yeah, like they can they, say they're missing Boomer in the last couple of tests, but. It does. It just doesn't matter. No. Like you know, Judasia was out. We've spoken about this before. Is they will beat you at cricket in so many different ways. Yeah. It's like oh, you want a slow, considered knock. Oh, you got Pajara starting yeah. off. Got every, oh, you want an explosive start. Oh, you got Rohit starting off. Oh, you want like one of the best batsmen in the world. Oh, you got Kohli. Yeah. Oh, we've got five of us out. Oh, Washington Sundar's yeah. coming in at nine. Yeah. Oh, you want a quick hundred at yeah. the end of the day? Pant's going to score a hundred in yeah. eighty balls. Like batting, they can just destroy you. Yeah. Every single way. And then bowling-wise, they've got probably the seamers to beat you in England, New Zealand, South Africa. Yeah. Boomer, Sharma, Yadav, Shami, and then the spinners showed their quality. Yeah, didn't they? exactly. Like anyone can. They've got all base covered, and I, and I think the final against New Zealand will be interesting in England. It's announced it's been in. It's due to be played in Southampton, isn't it? So. What the the final, Indian New Zealand is supposed ups. to be in Southampton, which is pretty rogue but I guess it's because they got a hotel there um, <laughs> so they can yeah. um, bubbles yeah Here try and keep the Covid tidy um, but no I think that'd be really interesting and I think I think India going as favourites I think they're the best test think? team in the world um, really yeah even in those conditions I think if they favorites. can if they can beat England if they can beat in, uh, New Zealand in England yeah then they've proven that they can just do yeah Australia and Australia Australia and Australia England in India, like at home, and yeah. then New Zealand in similar conditions to what New Zealand have. Because let's face it, oh, 
our decks and New Zealand's decks are pretty similar. Fairly similar, yeah. So they would have proven that they can turn up in every single yeah. um, part of the world. Yeah. So I think that so India and New Zealand are playing in England. Yeah. yeah for the final. Oh. Yeah. See, Southampton, so Hampshire's ground, have got yeah. a hotel like Hilton attached. Oh, okay, makes so sense. So that's like at the minute. Yeah. It's perfect to get yeah. both teams there, staying in the hotel on site, and it keeps it quite yeah. COVID secure. Nice little COVID bubble. Yeah, a bubble, you, exactly. Do you know what? I'm so glad that series is over. What, the India series? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, they, there was so much chat about, like... It came a bit tiresome. It came it? tiresome, yeah. Like, just... And we've just spent the first, like, four minutes of this topic talking about the pitch again. Um, <laughs> and, like, it, yeah. And it was just... It got to the stage where it almost felt like the British press, or sports press in particular, were just making excuses. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily think there's also things to be worrying about. Like, we've... There, there just seems to be this thing that like because Root turned up and loads in Sri Lanka and yeah. then turned up on the first test in India it's like oh we I were think, the best team going in it's like yeah. India beat Australia at the Gabba for the first yeah, time yeah. since the 1980s yeah. like I th- they're better than us and it was just this whole thing of like well they can't be better than us so they must have like cheated and made shit pitches or like yeah. done something like underhand that meant we lost when in reality like they are a better side and like you know fair play to them it was yeah. like it was good I to think watch before the series if you had told England they'd win one test I actually think they'd have been quite happy with that yeah I mean, like going into no one loss. was expecting England to win the series well a test match really let alone the series mate going into that um, last going into that last test we were in a position to draw, to draw the series, the series yeah. like which would have been you huge. would have taken that yeah, yeah definitely and I think, like I said at the start, I think it says a lot about Joe Root as a leader and as a cricketer that him and the England team didn't make any excuses. Mm. Like, at no, at no point did Joe Root blame the pitch yeah, or anything. As, as young, aspiring um, British sports journalists, which we are, who do we blame? <laughs> who is to blame for England's defeat? <laughs> it's got to be the personnel, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Because we, we can't just say really that India were better. Say. We yeah, can't say right. India were better. No, we have to blame someone on the England yeah. team. That England aren't quite good enough. Yeah. The top order aren't good enough. The spinners weren't as good as India's. Yeah. Um, I must say, as a, a non-cricket fan, watching from the, from the outside, all you heard in the press and the media was the state of the pitch. Yeah, you're right. So that is going to cloud everyone's judgment of this, this test series. Yeah. It yeah. overshadows how good India actually were. Mm. And we, England were just outplayed. Yeah. Which I think is a shame because you've got, you've got kids yeah. like, you know, Axar Patel and Washington Sundar. Yeah. Like, they are, like, seriously good. Yeah. They're not just, like, a couple of but replacements. I think Simon, like, Simon Hughes said something really interesting after the fifth test. That the IPLs played a really big part in that. Like, like you said, these kids. I mean, Axar Patel is 26, I think, but Washington Sundar is... A kid. <laughs> Washington <laughs> Sundar is, what, 20, 21? Yeah, man. Like, but he's also been playing in the IPL for what two or three years, in front of big crowds. Like he's used to that sort mm. of that cauldron of pressure, that limelight, that spotlight. Sorry, just like he's he's used, he's he's used to that. Whereas the England lads, <laughs> like say, like say Don spotlights Bess, and limelights. Yeah, like <laughs> say, lights. like say Don Bess or the other young English lads. Like they're they're not used to that sort of exposure. Yeah, Don whereas, Bess isn't getting like. You know, just the manic like yeah, he, crowds he, that you get at the IPL. He's playing in front of in front of <laughs> ten men and, the, and a few dogs, like <laughs> as opposed to sixty thousand raging Indian fans yeah. who are 
cricket crazy. Like it's just so different. Yeah. Hence why the Axar Patels and the Washington Sundars of the world can walk into Test cricket and contribute and make a kind of make, make a, a statement. Bat so mm. well. As opposed to the lads in England who that's don't my get contribution. That exposure. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's interesting, and I guess looking forward to the summer of yep. Test cricket yep. in England. Got Who the, have we got? We've got New Zealand. Got the Kiwis the coming. England's um, never-ending season. Which again, I'm not cricket. sure we go into that as favourites, do we? In England, mm. I don't know. Well, they just. Um, um, when are they coming? In the summer, is it? Uh, yeah, um, in the summer, late summer, June, crowds. July. Oh, yeah. it must be before that because they've got the final in See, July. That, yeah, that'll make um, a big difference, no doubt. That'll be big prep for yeah. that. Um, and that will that will in. the India yeah. Test and get the crowds in. Yeah, the India Test and. Uh, Sorry, the India series that we've just seen and New Zealand series, like these two are setting the tone really for the Ashes, aren't they? Mm. In winter, when that's that the ultimate, isn't it? Because that's, that's the ultimate target for England. I don't know the... why though, because like that is historical. But like, New Zealand and India are the best Test teams in the world right now. Mm, yeah, it's just it's hit. Like you said, it's tradition. It's mm, if if you're an English cricket fan or English cricket player, the one series you look to on the calendar. Is Australia? Yeah, but that's whether also that like... be home away, like that's the ultimate. I think as a player or spectator, like as a English cricket fan, yeah, you look when's the next Ashes? Yeah, like when's that next Ashes series? That's the ultimate. I think. No, I'd agree. Who's um, who's your who's batting then for that? What's my eleven or my or my top six? Yeah, top six. It's a million dollar question, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, um, I can't. I don't even know half the team. <laughs> <laughs> my top six is Joe Root, Joe Root, Joe Root, Joe Root. <laughs> yeah I'd, best so I'd best. go I'd go Burns yeah Burns Sibley opening Crawley three Root four Stokes Pope as my top six Nick and Pope then, sorry Nick Pope Nick Pope, Pope. Yeah, yeah Nick he's, Pope he's big and he's got good hands yeah. <laughs> he, he can, he, he'd be a good fielder he's not going to the Ori so he's stepping in very good shot stopper. <laughs> comes out in his England, like in his, in his, in his pads, which is too small for him. Yeah, comes yeah. out in his football kit, like get um, the long handle out. And then I think, and then I think, sorry, moving away from the football, <laughs> the football infested on the cricket banter. I, I think um, <laughs> banter. I, I think um, God, he's fuming. <laughs> yeah, head's gone. Uh, I think I think Butler Butler plays as keeper, so he bats seven. No. You don't tell me you're playing Ben Folks in Australia. Yes. Because you're not. Best clubman. I don't He's care. the best clubman. I, I don't. <laughs> I, 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 actually, Pope. I actually feel... No. No, Pope, Pope plays and he bats at the minute he's at six. I mean, I love Holly Pope. I love Butler. watching him bat, Butler's, but like, Butler's he looks like a lost child in India, man. Yeah. Butler's keeping is fine. So he, he plays and he's obviously a better batsman than Folks. So he bats seven. And then you've got your four bowlers. You've got to play a spinner. Who has to be leech at the minute? Um, and then your and then your three seamers, Jofra, Anderson's fit and still reaching his levels. Anderson, and then I'd go Wood at the minute. So you've got your two no, genuine, broad. not broad in Australia. No, not someone that is just going to get Davy Warner out for the entire <laughs> series. But Willie in Australia, I don't know. It's different. He, mate, he's just. This is, I think, who who always talks this about? I, mean, I always talk to my brother about him. He's like, he'll be like bang average for like 
a yeah. few tests yeah. and then he'll just get eight for eight. When he, when he I mean? gets when on he, his streaks, yeah. he's hot. Yeah. And like, do you, do you, I suppose that's a toss up as well because like yeah. you've already got the consistency of Anderson who's always going to hit the mark. Yeah. Like, yeah, do so you, why not just go for someone who like every, my know, one of those test matches, if you play broad, one of those test matches, he'll win you the game. Yeah, but what about the other four? I, that's an I think point. I think in Australia, <laughs> I think, I think in Australia you've got to go. You, you you've got to play your two genuine quicks, Joffre, Wood. Yeah, I do agree. And then Anderson, and then Stokes got over as well. So that's your. I do agree. I think you're right. Three four seamers, spinner. That's makeup of the team. It's just that that top three. I think. Which, I think going down. Yeah, I think. Um, you know, I'm throwing devil's advocate there, but I don't think I would go yeah. to. I w- I think I wouldn't. I think yeah, it is difficult to justify taking. Um, Taking broad to Australia when yeah. you have like the pace attack that you do. Yeah, I think also, Anderson I think does that role. I think me. Butler and Folks both have to play because Butler you, Butler for his runs. Where would you bat Butler then? Six. Six. I think Pope instead of Pope. Instead of Pope, yeah. Yeah. Purely, but like then you know Pope has a ripper series against New Zealand when they come over. That's going to change. But like exactly. if you're going off the back of this India test, like Pope did struggle and he did yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, Dan, Dan Lawrence as well I think yeah like he batted well the summer's big isn't it I haven't see, even spoken about him see who performed yeah. yeah did do well in the last test just so, worry about time um, yeah so plenty of options there but yeah. um, buzzing for the summer of cricket which hopefully yeah. we'll see fans return I, I think it will yeah but I think cricket will be one of the first well hopefully one of the better effects it's one of the easier ones to introduce get back yeah I think so Still to come, we have the joy of discussing the return of international rugby to our screens, as well as several more cans. So if you're listening along in lockdown, find your nearest Bev and join us. But for now, football. Footy. Football crazy. Yeah, it's all going Footy, on, footy, footy. Where do you want to start? Arsenal Olympiacos tonight. No, <laughs> we are not. Yes. No, you know, we, are starting, we are starting with Fulham. <laughs> Who? Mighty Fulham. We are yeah. starting with Fulham. Relegation. Yeah, yeah relegation. <laughs> but you know, wow. Did you see the? Big anyone win. see the Fulham Big Liverpool game? Anyone see it? I didn't right. see it live. I've seen Mario Lamima. Yeah. Red hot. Yeah. Scott Parker. Shocking jacket. Looks good. Still looks good. Look good. He still looks yeah. good. Um, he should wear a bin bag and look good. Yeah, yeah. but I think as much as I'm a Fulham fan I'd love to talk about how great Fulham were because I think we did beat them on merit rather than just getting lucky mm-hmm. I think the conversation really has to be about Liverpool doesn't it I mean we are now experiencing a cataclysmic they did win last collapse. night though yeah, yeah but like well. they're putting all their eggs in the, Euro- in the yeah, UEFA basket now aren't they I agree because what are they now are they 8th are they I believe they're ninth. what do you boys they might be 8th I can't believe what do you boys think about the, the Liverpool debate and blaming their collapse on injuries. Like I no. fully I fully get that Man they've City. had a lot of injuries in key positions, but in my opinion, it, they've still got arguably the best front three in the league. Yeah. Yep. Man City suffered loads of injuries yep. last season yeah. and they came what, And it highlights everybody their, gets injuries, don't yeah. poor recruitment to cover those big positions. Yeah. Yeah. Because you take Matip and Van Dijk out. Yeah. And Gomez. I mean, Gomez, I suppose, I, but then they've got nothing. What is that I what said is that centre back recruitment in January? It's just nothing. Yeah. I said last season, I said when Liverpool were kind of at the peak of their powers playing mm. well, I said, this team is one or two injuries away from yeah. that front three, and you've got Origi, I think, was like the replacement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... Shaqiri. Or, a, yeah, or one of those centre-backs gets injured, yeah. and 
things are heading south and what's happened like and, and I think the fullbacks even they don't have much so you're basically saying I called it <laughs> <laughs> well, well yeah <laughs> but like but like yeah no I see what you mean and it has yeah. happened and I think yeah. but like that doesn't take they recruited well for their front three. Realize, does it? Yeah. They recruited well for their front three because I think I think Jota's a gun. Right, yeah. I think it's been inevitable. It's been coming. I agree. Yeah. They've been lucky to be as good as they are. Well, not lucky because they've got exceptionally good players, but the fact they haven't covered those positions well enough. Yeah. And now they've been hit with an awful run of injuries. Yeah. But other teams have also Come had injuries. Yeah. And Leicester, and, uh, for instance, Leicester City, yeah. Wolves, and they've yeah. covered. They're still winning games, but Liverpool have just. Yeah. Just tanked. Absolutely, just tanked. City were playing with De Bruyne as their striker for about a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he, <laughs> they've not had a recognised striker all season. Yeah. And then he got injured, and they started playing Foden up yeah. there. Like, yeah. you know, they're all, so um, fluid, aren't they? Just like interchanging positions. Yeah. And speaking of City, I mean, they lost the United derby, which we'll talk about now. Do you want to talk about it now or after? Yeah, it does yeah. excite me. Yeah. yeah, we'll get into it. Um, what happened there? What's happening with United? What's happening with City? United are just pick, picking and choosing when to turn up, and it's very frustrating. It's been yeah. happening for a long time. Their players just kind of, you know, to lose. They lost to Sheffield United at home, were outplayed, didn't adapt to mm. Sheffield um, yeah. sticking and sticking goals on them, and then they go to City and play exceptionally well. Yeah, it just doesn't really make sense. Must it, be hard as a United fan. Just frustrating. It is. Like, it's frustrating because there's no consi- there's no consistency, that. and there's been no consistency for a very long time. Yeah. Why but, is that? Do you think? <laughs> Is that the manager motivating them each week? Potentially. Like, I don't were think they, were they complacent against Sheffield United? Probably. <laughs> Thank you, Siri. Just, <laughs> what are your thoughts? I think I think Solskjaer doesn't. He's not ready to. He's not ready for a title push. They should have. We discussed this last week. They got to the top of the table yeah. and kind of panicked and thought, oh, we didn't you know, say we'd win it till next we, year. We shouldn't be here yet. And then they just collapsed and started losing and drawing games they shouldn't have. Whereas they should think- have kicked on and gone for it. Do you think that stems from his lack of managerial experience? Yeah. Like, I think he's obviously won yeah. things as a player. Yeah. It's different, isn't it, as a manager? Yeah. Like, he's not won anything as a manager. If you compare him to Mourinho and Van Gaal, who 100%. are experienced, um, proven managers, if yeah. if, if, if Mourinho things. had got to first, but sort of by accident, everyone would then be saying, right, you, you know what to yeah. do from here, you kick on and he's win. He's doing everything there's power to exactly. keep it going. Whereas yeah. Solskjaer is like, oh, we're, we're, we're first. Let's not get carried away. Yeah. Let's keep our feet on the ground. But it's also so, like panic station, isn't yeah. it? It's like, oh, like what do we do? Yeah, I think um, United have. Well, they've appointed Fletcher and some other bloke. I don't know who he is. He came from the academy as a as a coach, as their sporting director of football, haven't they? Like they finally, oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. finally appointed someone who, who knows what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah, that role. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that, and, and apparently they're going to re- turn over their transfer policy and and their whole strategy for okay. transfers are going to change. So maybe in the years to come. Yeah. We'll see a bit more structure there because before they've had what's his face. Oh. No, Fletcher's the technical director. Yeah, but there's another bloke who's also come from within United. John Murto. Yeah, he's now the, the the director of football. Who's the chairman? What's his name? Woodward. Woodward, yeah. yeah. He, before he was and the Glaciers. Kind of, yeah. Or it's Glaciers. Glaciers are running something. But Woodward yeah. was running everything. You know, yeah. Transfers, marketing. That's, yeah. that's the problem. And so that's, that's not healthy, is wrong. it, really? No, 100%. Because you want the football guys running the football. Exactly. Which Because <laughs> Woodward is clearly... And the money guys looking after that. Yeah, Woodward is an yeah. exceptionally talented businessman. Yeah. You know, United make so much money. Yeah. It's a business. They're, brand, they're incredible. Aren't they? Yeah, it's a business. But like, what's, brand, that, what's that brand built on? Being dominant, history. being the most dominant Fo- footballing history, yeah. really, being, being successful ten years ago—that's what it's built yeah. on. Yeah, yeah currently. Yeah. yeah, but I've always been a staunch defender of like 
giving managers time because I was always getting sick of United yeah, getting rid of managers. Yeah. So I, I don't want to see that in football. I don't want to see apart from Moyes, I've got no time. I don't want to do bits with West Ham. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole but yeah, conversation. I but I don't want to see time. Like I don't want to see Solskjaer get the boot for like for like losing that first yeah. position because Although, like you know. Well, Fergie came when Fergie came in. Mm. They finished like I don't know, rather, 12th, 13th. You, like, but you have to remember, you, under Solskjaer United have made three semi-finals and bottled it each time. So at what point, if they have another season yeah. of getting yeah. close, and just going, no, my point is, is that he's playing with players that aren't his. True. You know no, what I mean, that's yeah, a big thing. Is implementing a system, yeah, yeah. implementing a system of football yeah. is so dependent on playing with players yeah. that you think fit that system. And you can have a system of football, but if you have Martial, he looks like he doesn't really care for like most of the season. Pogba, who's like half of the season he's playing great, and then yeah. the rest of the season he's saying he wants to play for Real. Yeah. You've got like defensive blunders from like so Harry nice. Maguire. And, I'm like, gonna I'm gonna disagree with you here, Tim. Ooh. Controversially, Woo! I think they've got one of the strongest squads, often week in week out. No, one wrong. of the one of the strongest no, benches. You're wrong. You are wrong. in Europe, Strong let bench. alone England. Genuinely. That is a squad that should be, I'm not saying win the Premier League, but challenging on one front, like whether that be Europe, which I, I they're challenging are, in Europe. But, I, I, <laughs> but like, honestly, that is, there's, I think United have got quality players, depth, yeah. which Liverpool don't. Yeah, that's the What depth? Um, Who have they got as centre-backs? You've got Maguire, Lindelof, Baye's good. Who, yeah. yeah, who of them is actually good? But they, is I rate so, them all. The, really? More than the no, I, Liverpool have got. I agree, Henry. Yeah, genuinely. But yeah. that's why you're second and Liverpool are eighth. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, so they're good. But like, <laughs> but like, my point yeah, is that second, like, but why can't they go? Why can't they go one step further? They were first a month ago. Why? Why? Yeah. Why can't you maintain I, that? I, we, we I think it's a mentality yeah. thing. Every season, United have always, lost that winning mentality. Yeah. Every season, it's always United are one or two players away from challenging. Because but they I always think, have a new manager who needs finally, to bring in one or two more players. I think they're finally one or two players. Yeah, I genuinely, yeah, because like every time they bring in a new manager, that it's always yeah. keeps rolling around like, oh, they're one or two players yeah. away. But like, yeah, I think you're right. I think they do have a very good squad on paper, but it is on a, it is only on paper. Yeah, yeah. There's but no consistency. It's stronger than like, how they're playing week in week. That out, squad should mean that they should be able to compete. They're still second in the league. Like I'm not yeah, disputing I know, but the strength of their points, squad. What, 10 points yeah. behind City or more? 14, points? More than yeah. 14. So they're not going to win the Premier League. No. They're not going to win the Europa League because Arsenal are going to win that. <laughs> 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 but, um, so yeah, if we move on from United. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, it's we want about to talk about City, I mean, City beat Southampton 5-2 and they're still about, top of the league. We could talk about VAR. Yeah, because yeah. there was a big VAR incident in that city game. Yeah, so yeah. Foden got chopped, he got scythened down, and didn't didn't milk it, got no. back up, and then and then didn't get a penalty when he probably should have done. So yeah, it's frustrating, but that's what VAR's for. We players, what was it? Madison tweeted that if Foden yeah. jumps on the floor and rolls around, he gets a pen, and yeah. that's not what we want to see. We don't what want message is that saying to players? Exactly, we don't want to see acting in our game. We don't want to see players just being pussy. Our game. In our game. My game. Your game. This is the people's <laughs> game. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, if Foden jumps on the floor, screams, he'll get a pen. Mm. But on the other side of the coin, what's the point in VAR 
if he if the person on VAR can't see that as being a foul and say, hold on, I'm so sick of it, man. It's as I obvious think, as it gets, surely. Yeah, I think <laughs> VA, VAR needs yeah. to be there for howlers like these marginal yeah. offsides. Pointless. There's some against that have yeah. happened against Fulham, like earlier in the year, where it's so marginal. I'm like, just let it be a goal. I don't yeah. even care that it's against my, you're, you're against my club. I saw, um, yeah. saw something really interesting the other day. It was like, would you agree with VAR if it was in play when Aguero scored that match-winning goal against QPR? As a United fan, I would agree. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> like, but, yeah. Yeah, but, like, but, like, but like that that yeah. goal, for instance, yeah. and the it celebrations was. that followed, yeah. if that had been called back for VAR... I swear I'll never ever. see anything like yeah. this. <laughs> Imagine, though. Like... So that, drink it in. So, <laughs> so are we saying that VAR is gonna gonna make those moments fewer and far between in the yeah. future? I sure, and that's wrong. That's not how it should. Because be. it takes the emotion out of the game. I know we've yeah. not had fans for the last year or so, six or seven months. Yeah. But when fans do go back in and there are these massive moments, score a goal, fans are in raptures. It's huge. Yeah. Oh, ref's got yeah. VAR call. Yeah. They you see call it on the back. telly. Yeah, they it call should it back. Be, it and, should be used for howlers. Like, yeah. genuine howlers. Like, the ones where it's close, just like, yeah. let them have it. If you, you have, have to get, like, yeah. get yeah. rulers out and if, draw lines. If the real-life yeah. referees don't see it, yeah. fine. Happens. Yeah. It's human error. That's part of the game. Yeah. So you move on. But you're right. The howler, that... That it's, studs it, up on the shin yeah. tackle in the box. That, that's a penalty. And it's, it's widening um, the rift between fans and refs. Yeah. It's just yeah. making fans really top hate refs. It? And I think... Well, if, there was, like, what was it, death threats to yeah. Mike Dean? Yeah. He was, it's like, yeah. Mike Dean was already there. a celebrity ref that people yeah. sort of liked as, like, a... <laughs> eccentric. Carrying, eccentric. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's now getting to the point where you're right. Like, the big, they're people having... kill his children. It's yeah. like, come on. They're having it's targets put on their back. Literally. By people working in a like in a box mm. on the other side of the country what, like what is frustrating as well for fans is if you compare VAR to the TMO in rugby in rugby you can hear all the conversations like between that. the yeah, officials yeah that's big that's big the fact that as a football fan you'd have no idea what's going on you have no idea what the discussion is what they're talking about so you just disassociate it with it further mm. i think an interesting thing that's is yeah. can you is there a way of introducing captains reviews into football Oh, is in the captain can say we want to have a look at so this. So there's no VAR. The only time VAR is called for is when a captain mm. wants to do Don't it. And each team, each team gets each that. team gets say they get one review per game, mm. and that means they have to think about like, when it's used. Like so if there's an absolute three, three yeah, four exactly. Players, yeah. So and it's only used if there's an absolute howler and the team but, want to decide they overturn mm. it, and they can burn it in the first ten minutes on something that's fifty-fifty, and then lose out at the end of the game. But that's like. You know, yeah. that's just suddenly I've just thought from that. Say if you're a goalie captain, you can't see up the field, offside, in the final third. It's different to rugby don't where make you're all in a captain. line and you can kind of, <laughs> what's that? Just don't make the goalkeeper captain. But like, just, like <laughs> that's, that's, just, that's just a practical thought. Yeah, but away. like, you know, you can... Um, you know, or like a safe... left-back captain who's... But like, mm. but like even whatever, in, cricket, just, know, in cricket where you have captain's reviews, if you've got root, yeah. like in a defensive yeah. field at cover yeah. and they're bowling spin... Yeah. And you've got like Butler behind the sticks, yeah. and you've got best bowling. Yeah. He's going to go to best, an and he's going to go to the yeah. keeper. So you can yeah. still have players that are going to have an input on that. Yeah, but true. it just means that like VAR is deployed in a way that means that it's like, you know, the mindset of the players is I don't want to I don't want to ruin this because like or like I don't want to spend this review straight away because mm. you know in the, in the context of the game there could be something game winning yeah. in the ninetieth minute that we want to save it for. It's like the case in point is the one where. 
Australia burnt their review against in- yeah, England. And, and they would have got in the final, wouldn't they? And, and, well, no, in, in the Ashes. Final. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's in turn has meant that yeah. if they had used that then, or not used it, oh, and yeah, then yeah, used yeah, it yeah. for the Lion on Stokes LBW, yeah. they would now be in the final. But like, no, everyone, no <laughs> one actually has a go at the umpires for that. Yeah. It because it was the it was yeah. the team's decision to review that decision of not out, yeah, and it, yeah. and they were wrong. And then later on, when a howler was given, not out, it was wasted. It was wasted. And the the umpires, you know, the umpires got a bit of stick for not getting it right. But ultimately, it's down to the team. It's down to the team yeah. to manage that. So like maybe you know, it will never happen. I can't see the FA getting on the phone to me. <laughs> but you know, it's an interesting discussion point. I saw a yeah. I saw a tweet. Gary Lineker retweeted something. It was some guy within UEFA or FIFA like defending how VAR is working, saying that this, it's adding a level of suspense to the game where you wait for the decisions. Oh, piss off, yeah. man! Yeah, it's like that, it that's not that's just not it. it. Yeah. You're just that's not a thing. <laughs> like you're relieving pressure. Yeah, like the high octane you're nature not, uh, of like yeah. whether it's going to go in or not is what yeah. people are there for. That's just not a thing. He's just yeah. chatting out as well. That's rubbish. What else have we got on here? Champions League revamp, Chelsea. Oh, yeah. The f- what was it? Five. England can get five teams. Round in the Robin. Um, mm. I can't see that ever happening. Well, Makes especially stronger, not after Juventus have been, uh, Juventus have been weaker, yeah, weaker. <laughs> booted out of the Champions League <laughs> yeah. by a team that the guy Third coming year up with. Running. Yeah. Who's, who's their guy? Um, I can't think of his name. Hey? Yeah, they've lost to what? Leon, Ajax, Porto. And now Porto. Porto played very well. Yeah, Pepe. Ten masterclass. Pepe yeah. turned the years back. Yeah, proper defender. Ronaldo isn't he? did not. He just kind of disappeared. Yeah, that's the other talking point is yeah. Harland and Changing Mbappe. Of the guard. Yeah, taking over. From Owen Hargreaves raised a good point of, I think it's not fair to compare them yet until they've been doing it for fifteen years consistently. Yeah, but I can see them doing it because they're doing it now. They look fit. Machines. Re- they're hungry. Which and is Mbappe what, can't be compared until he plays somewhere else. Same as Haaland. Well, like Messi. So, mm, what do you mean in terms of? Because that league is so uncompetitive. Yeah, that's yeah. my point. Yeah. Like well, Haaland, French league. Is like good. Haaland plays in Bundesliga. Yeah. Granted, it's only like two or three clubs there, but at least there's competition. But he's, 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 he's not at the best team. Yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. Mbappe plays for PSG. Obviously, he's quality. We in know farmers, that. Yeah. But he plays in a league where there's very little competition. Yeah. You know, he can't be compared to Messi or Ronaldo. He's not in, until he plays at a league where mm. he has to like change try. games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah. he has to try. Yeah. And you know, he tears up in the Champions League, so that's evidence of his potential. Yeah. I can see him going Spain. I can't see him going to England. To well, he's, he idolised um, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah. So that would be a natural. I can see him going to Madrid. But then, you know, City are also short of a number nine. Summer spending, City baby. City will get Haaland, man. I'm calling it. Yeah. Because his, his dad played for him. Yeah, his dad. He, like, he yeah. loves Pep, because who doesn't love Pep? Mm. So, and he might go to United because of Oli, but that's probably the only thing tying there. And if United can't get consistent Champions League football, I think it's really hard to call. Isn't that's it? a massive bargaining point, isn't it? Yeah, Arsenal will have it next year. When we <laughs> what when you finish twelfth? <laughs> finish twelfth, got, crash got out to Olympiacos in the Europa. <laughs> yeah, that's another talking point. The, um, but yeah, and then we've got this. Uh, what's his name? The Juventus director, was it? Mm, um, yeah. Who is suggesting? I that just. I think ultimately it's going to make, like I said, it's going to make the stronger nations stronger, teams, stronger all nations, and the yeah. and the weaker nations. Oh yeah, weaker, yeah, right, really. Right. Um, yeah. 
which I, I don't think is right. Like I think the beauty of the Champions League is you can have hmm. like diversity. And it's, and it's adding more the best clubs from every country. Yeah, in Europe, but and their their proposal uh, will add more Champions League spaces to the already well-established leagues. Exactly. Like England would get five. Yeah, which I think would make our league less competitive. Yeah, because it's a race for the top four. Because that fifth, because that fifth fourth battle is huge. Yeah, definitely. I don't think the fifth sixth battle is as competitive. Yeah, yeah. It's also going to create a rift. Our, our yeah. fixture congestion even more. Yep. Like there's going to be even more fixtures pre Christmas, which clubs clubs have already been like Klopp's been really vocal, isn't he, about well, he's quite blaming. Yeah. And he cries about it. Like, if other teams haven't. If all they introduce this, clubs season. are going to have so many more games. Yeah. Um, but no, interesting talking point. I. Don't know how it will transpire. I'll tell you what I don't like is how in the Champions League you can finish third in your group and then drop into Europa. Yeah, that's what United and Arsenal. Did Arsenal do that as well? No, United Arsenal, definitely. Did. Arsenal were but never in the Champions why, League. <laughs> <laughs> but sadly, the, the point is, what? Why do you get rewarded for not doing well? Yeah. So it's, this is like because United yeah, yeah. could go on and win Europa when arguably they should have no European football this season yeah, now because yeah. they because they they tanked in their group that they should have done well in. Yeah. So I think no, that's another. Yeah, it's a good point. It's just so many points, boys. Yeah. Right. Should we finish football with Chelsea because we didn't talk about it last night? Yeah. Last night, last week. This is Sorry, for you, Callum. This is for you, yeah. Callum. Yeah. Um, Chelsea, Chelsea are bad. Good. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no. So joking aside, I think Tuchel has he's completely turned that team around, really, One hasn't he? He's proper job. Yeah. He's proved right next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's proved his worth as a manager. We always knew he was good. Yeah, but to come into that Chelsea side and just get the results he has. Yeah, and like we discussed yeah. last week, as a Premier League, we spoke about how the Premier League is a different kind of test for a player, but then also yeah, for a manager. Definitely for a like, manager. Like you look at the likes of well, like Van Gaal, for example. Yeah, like, flopped. Yeah, um, Emery who. Yeah, who yeah, no, won? Good evening. Who won? Good evening. What, two or three Europa leagues at Seville. Yeah, won the league with PSG a couple of times. Who was the came bloke? to Arsenal and was it Pellegrini who went to West Ham? Yeah, and then just yeah. everyone thought he'd be good at West Ham because yeah. he was good at City, but turns out you tough can't league to do turn, well in. Turn, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think like the biggest difference for Chelsea is just defensively, isn't it? Like what yeah. five clean sheets? He's, he's mixed up the system. Already? Yeah, yeah. yeah. was it the first time? That a manager's done that. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. That a new manager has got five clean sheets in their first five games. Five home yeah. games or something. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, that that's been the biggest difference I think for them is defensively. Yeah. And he looks um, like he's got those new those new boys. Those German cl- lads clicking a bit better. Yeah, Havertz been really good Havertz. this last game. Yeah. Werner's finally getting a couple of goals. Waited long Mason Mount, I think, quality player. Yeah. Who sorry? Mason Mount. Oh. I think he's he left him out, didn't he, the first game? Yeah, and, and everyone didn't, was like, he didn't what start doing? on Monday either. Um, Shut up, mate. Sorry, Hopefully he's going to be involved Siri. in the summer for England and the Euros. I, I can't see him not going, to be honest. Yeah. Now, Ooh. this is a topic that's being go. saved oh. for our football special. <laughs> like Europa chat. Yeah. Because the Euro special, we can't be talking about cricket or rugby for the Euro special because there is so much that to will talk be recorded about. in the coronation town yeah. um, in, in yeah. April at some point. So, to all of our listeners, tune in, all of them, every single one of them. Hi, mum. Yeah, tune in because that is going to be saucy. But I think we've flogged the footballing oh, horse football. for mm. long enough. So welcome, Callum. We talked about Chelsea. Yep. That's it now. Chelsea, great. Yeah. Never again, unfortunately. Yeah.
Rugby. Yeah, baby. Six Nations. Six Nations is there. coming back. And I am excited. I am excited. Because, and I'll tell you why, um, because that's what we're doing here, is if... Can, I predict, can I predict why you're excited? Yeah, you can. You is can. it because Elliot Daly's finally been dropped? Well, that that <laughs> is another source of excitement. Yeah. What was your main source of excitement? So my main source of excitement is that France, if France beat England, yes, which they will, which, and then <laughs> Wales beat Italy, which which they will, which we will, then that sets up an extremely spicy final week, Super Saturday, between France and Wales. Yeah. I mean, France still have to play Scotland, but that doesn't fit like the narrative just, of like a final weekend. Yeah, if we just pretend that France have already beaten Scotland, yeah. which would I, we can't get we can't nail that on. Yeah. No, it will happen. It Sorry, big. Callum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Callum again. But, um, but yeah, um, that's going to set up a very. That's going to set up day. a great final day. Um, Should we talk about England selection this week? Yes. Because I think Eddie has listened to us. Eddie listened to propping up the bar. Berated his selection um, last week. Elliot Daly, who can't catch rugby balls, has been put on the bench. I think he should be out completely. Who plays twenty-three? Uh, a dog woo. Where is he? Yeah. Where is he? He is quick. And wasps are He's missing him. Scary. He's too quick. He's very good at rugby. Yeah. And Elliot Daly isn't getting a lot of rugby at Saracens. No. That's been the main reason I think why England haven't turned up. Yeah, we, we discussed that, didn't we? They because put, if they, those if those Saracens boys are getting game time, and England unreal. and England yeah. are kicking the ball away and playing everything defensively, no one's gonna care. If they're doing that and we're no. winning by 40 points. No. But it's the fact that the organisational spine of that England team, which is your hooker, Jamie George, your prop leader, Mara Toje, your number eight, Vunapola, your, your nine, like, ten axis. Well, maybe yeah. not. But like your 12, who's like your captain yeah. running the back He's line, Farrell, yeah. um, and then your fullback, Daly. That is like the core of a that's rugby a, that's team. That's a strong spine to have if they're all playing well. But they're not. And they they also lost Cornish Pirates. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think you know, controversial take it seems I'm taking, but like I don't think that game plan needs adapting if those players are getting game time. No, but it's you know, it's, it's a good game plan. It's similar to what we said about Liverpool in that if if they're relying too much on big names and big players, and if they're not performing, do they have a plan B? And England haven't had a plan B this tournament. No, not at all. Been arse. I think yeah, they they <laughs> yeah comprehensive. They've been asshole. Um, Rogered. Yeah, they yeah they have been <laughs> Rogered. I think um, <laughs> Wales did it very well when when we beat them, because if you look at England's it was either awesome nations or the last six nations, they scored all but three of their tries from the line out set piece. Yeah, mate. Yeah, sorry, England scored all but three of their tries from a line-out set piece. So what Wales did is they just didn't give them any line-outs. They, every time they kicked, they kept it in field. And it meant England only had, I think, four. Yeah. They, four that they won anyway. Wales stole another one. And they just they just have no plan B in terms of an attack structure. Well, set piece is such a core, yeah. not only to England's game, but just... It's core cool for rugby. For yeah. rugby yeah. in general. If, if yeah. your line-out... Whereas the old adage, like if the, if you can't scrum, like if you're not winning a scrum in a game, you're gonna lose a game. Yeah. Because yeah. like ultimately, it's such a key source of penalties. Yeah. Similarly, if you can't get your line out to fire, and or you're not just getting just any not getting line any, out, yeah. You know, it's very hard because like it's such a good way to reset. Like from an organisational point of view, yeah. You have 
a 20 meter gap between yeah. each back so line. Many options as well. A lot of options to run. You play. can play you can play a four man line out and have forwards in midfield. I mean, whatever. Everyone knows how lineups work. But like, it allows you. Well, Coddy, they lift them up in the air. Yeah, throw yeah, them from their side. <laughs> but there's there's a lot of like, there's a lot of adaptation at the lineup, and there's a lot of scope to to be able to play, and it gives you a really secure foundation mm. to do that. So if you can take that away from a team, mm. especially a team like England that seems to rely so much on it, yeah, like you are, yeah, you're gonna win, you're gonna win rugby matches, and yeah. that's what Wales did. Um, Looking at the the lineups as well, the French lineup is scarily good. The back line in particular is strong. Is Entomac back? I think are they no, all recovered from COVID. Not. But they all they all seem to be good from COVID. But yeah. Ent- but but that's good. He's the ten. Jalibert. He's Jalibert. been playing well. He's been kicking well. He's been doing all right. And Dupont is just silly. Dupont. Is he the best player in the world right now? I'd put him there. Hard to say he's not, isn't it? He's definitely top three. The New Zealand boys aren't really playing too much rugby at the moment. Super rugby started up again. I mean, we don't do anything on that at the moment. We probably should. But But yeah, he's definitely up there and definitely has to be in the conversation. Um, Mm. But yeah, I do think France will beat England. I think it'll be closer than Wales because I think England would have... Eddie would have gone into him. Mate, he would have... Cracked ten, but, so but if, ten but shades if, of shit out of them. If for France Wales. look at how Wales played and and look at how they isolated England's options, and just play the same, yeah. will England adapt? They haven't really changed the lineup too much. There's a couple alterations, but it's still pretty much the same. Be interesting to see how Malins goes. Mm. I'm glad, good to see him get a run. Yeah, and In then Cowan well. Dickey's starting. Yeah, he's very good. That, those those two hookers are very. Mm. I'm surprised there's not been more sort of like change over there mm. because like Cowan Dickey is just as good as George if not better yeah. but then I suppose that's the Saracens effect again really yeah. isn't it yeah. um, we've got Ewells is starting does he normally start um, Where, what for six uh, no for five ooh yeah and then oh, so he's, uh, Johnny Hill went out well, Johnny Hill didn't have a very good game Johnny Hill's on the bench he kind of disappeared and yeah, Ollie Lawrence on the bench as well. Yeah, um, that's that's because France have got a couple of big boys, haven't they? Yeah, I um, think yeah, I, I think it'll be a tasty game. It'll definitely be the best game of the weekend. Although Ireland Scotland, Ireland Scotland will be good. I think that'll Scot- be really Scotland good. Scotland will be raring to go, won't they? They'll yeah, be, they'll be up for it. Like missed out on a game. Wait, they haven't played since they played Wales. No, so it's been what, three weeks, potentially maybe a four, a month. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to be raring to go. Same for France and England, I suppose. Yeah. France not have it. So, yeah, I think it's really exciting, really. I mean, do we want to touch on, on the Premiership? Pretty exciting weekend. Gloucester mm. off the bottom. Finally, we crawled our way up off the yeah. bottom. Beat Wasps in That's a very it. good game. But I'll tell you what, the the red card, Thorny red card. He's got a four-week ban. For he- for, for clashing heads with someone. Four weeks for an accidental clash of heads. I don't, I don't which see... Which I think is absurd. Yeah. I don't really see what's the point there. The argument is that he could have got lower into the tackle. He had time to dip and get lower. And by him not doing that, he was endangering the player because he created the risk of a clash of heads. Yeah. But it's still an accident. Yeah. It's not a headbutt. So a four-week ban for an accidental... Yeah. Clash of heads, I don't know, that doesn't quite sit right. Well, when I was watching it back, I showed it to my housemate and he said he was he was waiting for the next phase. Yeah. Because he thought yeah. the red card was yeah. going to be off the back of that tackle. Yeah. He thought it was going to be some, like, roll or, like, mm. crocodile roll or, you know, whatever that was actually, yeah. like, horrendous. But, it, but, but it, was that. <laughs> it was just a clash of heads on a kick chase. Yeah. And, you know, 
player safety, especially around concussion, has been such a prevalent mm. conversation oh, yeah, of late. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do agree with it in the sense, but like the way that the laws are now are designed to get deliberate yeah. actions of, of yeah, high tackles I and stuff out of the game. We're crossing but there's, into grey areas, aren't we? Well, but my point is, is that there's still some aspects of rugby that are unavoidable. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's it's inevitably going to happen that head clashes are going to yeah. happen, but I don't think you can outlaw accidents. No, like, you should outline, like, shoulder charges, no hand, no arms tackles, like, all of the stuff we've seen happen. Yeah. But you can't outlaw something that is, like, just a freakish accident. Yeah. You know, the same way that, like, there was no repercussions of the um, Jack Willis knee accident, which yeah. was yeah, horrific, yeah, yeah. but that's a rugby accident. Yeah. It's perfectly legal to clear out a player as he did based on currently, the laws currently. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that law is almost something that should be looked at more mm. than, than the that's, headbutt that's case. But, you know, there's no, there's nothing in the laws about like an accidental clash of heads, but now like, we're giving red cards for it. It's and like we, sh- we should give all the players scrum caps now. Yeah. It's all helmets, NFL style helmets, because <laughs> you just can't prevent it. Yeah. You, well, you can to an extent, and I think they're doing their best to do it, but when you, when you have a straight up accident, that's not worthy. Give them a red card in the game, fine, but then don't uh, don't uphold a full a ban. ban. That makes it even worse. Yeah, that is worse. The, the London Irish player, I can't remember his name, but he also got a red card same weekend, and he only got a three week ban, and that was an intentional, you know, no wrap shoulder, the yeah. classic one we've seen. Thorley accidentally gives a guy a knock on the head, and he gets a four, four week ban. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. You don't want to see it watered down, but then also no. player safety is paramount. So. More debate to think about, really. Isn't Another it? frustrating thing for me is I just so the releg- relegation isn't happening, so I assumed, silly me, that promotion wouldn't happen. But no, Saracens will still get promoted, or whoever comes first yeah. in the championship will still get promoted. So we're gonna have a thirteen-team prem, and then it's ring fenced for at least two years. I so think. it's like, but they've just created a scenario for Saracens to get promoted instantly. Yeah. Which seems a bit it's, harsh, like, considering it, they're losing games as well. They're not even. It seems harsh, but like at the end of the day, like you you can't not. Do you know what I mean? Like, they cheated. They yeah, cheat. They are, but like <laughs> you know, the players that are there, the effect that it's clearly having on English rugby internationally. Yeah, which is fine by me as yeah, a Welsh boy. Exactly, but like English <laughs> accent. You can't. You can't like. Like they have to play. Like, I think mm. they should probably move. Yeah, if they, they could have loaned them out. Yeah. Know, promoted Academy Boys or something. But I think it calls into wider questions of the RFU's treatment of the Championship compared to the Prem. Wow, it, that's, that's, yeah. Because if you, if you look at football, for example, there's the, the, the bottom three of the Prem, the top three of the Championship, they're all pretty much the same level. Mm. But if you take a Championship team from rugby and stick them in the Prem, they're not going to do so well. Oh yeah, mate! Cornish Pirates against exactly. Wasps. I mean, they did. Cornish Pirates did beat Saracens, I suppose. Yeah, but, but Saracens also but, aren't putting out their full and teams. The, f- the fact there's only one team movement per year seems a bit. It's just a bit like, should there maybe be more teams? Well, it's going just up always and down? down to money, isn't it? Yeah, fundamentally, that's what it comes down to. But, but yeah, interesting. And the most important thing is Gloucester aren't on the bottom of the table, <laughs> and we are now going to get on a really good run. And uh, top top six, I reckon. <laughs> Get you sound like an Arsenal fan. <laughs> <laughs> Rugby. Right. Have we exercised all of our sporting demons, then, boys? Um, I think so. For another for another week, I think. Yeah. Any score predictions for the Six Nations before we 
England win. <laughs> by what? By how many? Yes. No, um, I don't know. Fran- I think France by 10, I say. France, Wales, Ireland. Yeah, it's pretty strong. Told nice. Coddy, anything? No rugby predictions. <laughs> <laughs> Save myself the embarrassment, I think. Save them. Um, right, yeah, do you wanna... so that is, that's all for this week, I think. Um, pubs are still closed, unfortunately, so I'm home for Cans. dinner with the missus, which will be fantastic, pleasant, although I'd love to be going to the pub right now. Dangerous night um, to be a bottle of wine. Yeah, it is, isn't it? But <laughs> I'm trying to be good and not drink midweek. but that's Thursday's just of, Friday's Friday. So. Yeah, basically, it's turning into that. So yeah, thanks a lot for listening again, and hopefully we'll, for all of you that do listen, um, hopefully if you tune there. in, tune in next week. Um, yeah, thanks a lot. So yeah, see you next week. See you later. See you later, boys.